welcome to the Destined for Success podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and this podcast used to be called New Manager Media, Manage Right from the Start. Many of the concepts are the same, but there's a little shift. There's a shift because I know we are all destined for success, and I want to help you find the fastest, smoothest way to reach your highest best as quickly as possible. Join me in today's episode where you're going to come up with new ways to build your skills and influence others to make the impact you desire to make. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Welcome to Destined for Success. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and today we're going to talk about how to jumpstart the resetting of your subconscious. How to jumpstart it. Let's keep moving forward, right? So in the last episode, we had the pleasure of hearing from Susan Butler, and she is a financial expert and talked about our money blocks, our money beliefs. So how can you jumpstart it? The last episode, we talked about how we need to shift our subconscious because it's driving the boat or the bus or the ship or whatever. It is in charge. Your subconscious mind is in charge. You wake up and you say, "Mm, today I'm going to eat healthy food and you get all the healthy food and you get it all out there and you're going to eat healthy food today. And then you have a thought about a candy bar. And then you dig through the cabinet and you find the candy bar. And then you feel really bad because you were adamant that you weren't going to eat a candy bar today. It's because your subconscious is driving the bus. It is in charge. You've got this five-year-old driving the bus of your life. Somebody said that. Who said that? I don't know, but it was really good. It was a good visual. You're a little kid and you grow up, but we still have that five-year-old driving the bus, which is our subconscious and our life. One way to reset your subconscious is through affirmations. And affirmations really work. So if you have an affirmation that really is in line with what you want on a conscience level, you can record it on your phone And listen to it multiple times through the day to start reprogramming your subconscious. There is an app called Think Up. I am not affiliated with them in any way. However, you can record up to three affirmations for free, and then it'll put you can put it on a loop and listen to it again and again. It's very helpful. It is very helpful. But if you've got $12 in your bank account and your affirmation is, I'm a multimillionaire, do you think there can be a disconnect between the affirmation you're trying to program in and what your whole reality has always been? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes, you can disagree and that's okay, but I'm going to say sometimes the leap needs to be a little smaller initially. So if you only have $12 in the bank and you want a million dollars in the bank, maybe your affirmation could be something along the lines of money comes to me easily and frequently. 
Because part of our money story is often, I got to work hard for my money. You got to do the work to get the result. So we have all these ideas about how hard it is. So maybe instead of focusing on a dollar amount, we focus on the fact that it can be easier to make money. And sometimes money just comes to you. Maybe you have a product or a service that can be offered just on repeat. You don't have to do anything. You put it out there and and people want it and they buy it. So be clear when you make your affirmations that number one, it is something you really want because I'm just going to tell you, I put in an affirmation before that somebody else said I wanted and I thought they were right and they were not. So make sure that affirmation is something you truly want. Then make it something that you can believe. If it is completely unbelievable, your subconscious is going to know. It knows the truth. It knows, yeah, you kind of want that million dollars, but guess what? You don't think you can get it. Ha, 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 ha. And then it knows there's a disconnect. The universe knows, you know, it's never going to fall into alignment. Make it reasonable. Make it a stretch, of course, but don't go from $12 in the bank to a million dollars. You might go $12 in the bank to consistently earning $3,000 a month. That might feel good, real, and true to you, and you might be able to make that happen very quickly. Very quickly. So... What all is standing in the way of you rewriting your money story and getting what you want, what you deserve, and what you're destined to have? What is standing in the way? Well, my listener, I submit to you, it's your emotions around the thing. Whatever the thing is for you. And we all have our own things. So what is the thing for you? What is it? Is it that you don't think you deserve a million dollars? Is it that you don't think you can ever work long enough or hard enough to make a million dollars? I heard someone say the other day, and it kind of cracked me up, but I didn't say anything because I didn't want to be ugly and I didn't want to get in the middle of something I didn't need to be in the middle of because I'm trying to stay in my lane. I'm trying. But they said... I would never want to be a millionaire because they have all kinds of problems. Do you think that's their money story? Why would a a millionaire have more problems than I have? Maybe they have different problems. Maybe they have problems I don't know really how to solve right this minute. But do they really have more problems? Is that true? That questioning right there is key to you unfolding, revealing, examining what is true for you. Is that story true? My grandfather always told my mom, you will always have a house payment and a car payment. That's the way of the world. You need to be used to it. Well, my mother decided she didn't want to always have a house payment or a car payment. And no matter how little money my mom and dad had when they started out, they got married at 17 and 19. Maybe it was 16 and 18. Anyway, they were very young. And every payday, my mom would send extra on the car payment. 
no matter what it was. She would pay all the bills and whatever was left, that last little bit after she went to the grocery store, went to the car. Now, my parents got loans for most of the cars they bought most of my life until I became an adult, and then they had enough money to just pay cash. But their cars were paid off very quickly. If it was a three-year note, it was paid off probably in two or less. Back in the day, you didn't get, you know, five, six, eight, ten-year car loans. They were much less because the cars cost less. My mother absolutely rejected her father's story that you always had to have a car payment. And once she got that under control and paid off cars very quickly so that car payments were really never a thing for them anymore, she started working on paying off the house. And I think I was either 15 or 16 so they would have been married 28, 29 years, and they had their first house paid off. And considering my mom was mostly a stay-at-home mom, and my dad worked full-time, and they raised four children, that is saying something. There are people who die with mortgages still in place. But my mom made a very conscious effort that she wasn't going to live in the story her father tried to put upon her. Now, was he trying to be mean? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, I knew him, but, you know, I was a kid. I don't know what the intent was there. I don't know. Maybe he was just trying to explain to her the way the world worked. I don't think he was trying to kill her dreams, but he could have been. Who knows? I don't know. Nobody's going to tell me. But she decided she didn't want that story. What story did you grow up with, have you been living, that you want no longer to be true for you? I was talking to a group of gals at our little lake place, and uh, everybody had a lot of credit card debt. And this one was like, oh, yeah, I have credit card debt. I don't matter. It don't matter to me. It's fine. And I about had heart palpitations because, like, credit card debt is not a thing for me. I don't want it. I don't want credit card debt. But that's the thing for me. That's my story. You use a credit card for temporary money and you pay it off. That's my story around credit cards. You need to decide what your stories are around money, around debt. And I just heard recently, I was at an event and uh, the word mortgage, M is, uh, mort is death in Latin, and the gauge part, mortgage, is, um, uh, I can't remember. But anyway, it's like a mortgage is tying you to death, and that sparked a whole conversation. I think mortgages are wonderful. Why? I worked for the Department of Housing and Urban Development, and so I understand the background, the history in America anyway, of the benefits of mortgage. People wouldn't own homes without them. Most of us don't have three or $400,000 laying around that we can just pay cash for a house. Some people do, not all of us do. So a mortgage allows us to get in a house. Now, can you do something to pay off the mortgage quicker? Yes, do you know what you can do? Get a 30-year mortgage, make one extra mortgage payment per year and you'll pay the house off seven years earlier, seven one house payment a year. 
there. Poof, my work is done here, people. You don't have to have a mortgage forever. It's a choice. Nobody's forcing you into this choice. The other thing that happens is we have emotions around this stuff. And if we are heavily emotionally charged around the topic of money, the topic of debt, in the case of several people I was talking to recently around mortgages, those emotions can be holding you back. They can be getting in the way. They can be impacting the choices you make. Well, guess what, folks? That's where I come in. That's where I come in. I'm a certified emotion code practitioner, and I can help quickly and easily identify the trapped emotion around abundance, around money blocks, quickly and easily, and together we can clear it out quickly, easily, and immediately. And you can see shifts in your life in a matter of days. It's miraculous. It's wonderful. I love it. I often refer to it as my magic quirk because it's so phenomenal. Go to the show notes, click the link, book a call. Let's talk about it or just go ahead and join my membership group. Unleash your potential. We meet on Tuesdays. Click the link. It's $49 a month. We meet four times a month. Join me. I would love to help you get over your abundance blocks, your money blocks. Let me help you take it one more step. I'm Jennifer Takagi, and I look forward to connecting with you soon. Thank you for taking your time to spend with me on this latest podcast of Destined for Success. Please take a moment to leave a review, share it with a friend, and subscribe and get the newest episodes every Monday morning. I'm Jennifer Takagi, and I look forward to connecting with you soon.